Hey guys, I'm sure you've heard before the expression that the gap between the rich and the poor is continuing to grow. And on the face of it, it sounds completely true. It sounds like it is happening and we can seemingly find evidence to suggest that that's the case. But interestingly, when you look at the actual stats behind it, the opposite is true. Firstly, there isn't a gap as such, it's a spread. The vast majority of people earn an average income with the outliers, the rich and the poor, as you could call them, not having a gap between them, but having the majority, having a spread in between. But actually, the differential between the poorest and richest members of society is actually now at the lowest proportional rate it ever has been. To give you an extreme example, in 1800, 95% of the world's population had an average income of less than $2 per day. That's adjusted for modern money. So modern money, $2 per day, 95% of the population, I think it was, had that as their income or less. Now, next to no one lives on that. And whilst in purely monetary terms, the richest have more money than ever, as a proportional term, that difference, again, is less than it ever has been. That's just what the stats say. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't still work to be done. It doesn't mean the system is fair. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't continue to reduce and flatten that spread and to further look after the poorest members of society. That's a different conversation. But it isn't true that either there's a gap between rich and poor or that it's growing. And realising that can make you question some of the other things that we commonly accept as a society. Because a lot of them, whilst they sound on the face of it just to be irrefutable facts, are just some people's interpretation. Sometimes it's just an opinion. Sometimes, actually, it's just wrong. So you don't have to go hungry to lose weight. It is one way of doing it, but you don't have to. You know, I've worked out that I could eat 20 kilos of mushrooms per day and lose weight. Now, that's an extreme example. It'd be boring, and I'm not recommending anyone do it, but I definitely wouldn't be hungry. If we make some tactical adjustments to our eating, we can eat potentially as much, if not more, food than we are now and create a calorie deficit and lose weight. It's kind of accepted that exercise is something we have to do, that it's maybe boring, that, that we feel we ought to do it. But again, that's just our interpretation of it, our opinion. We can change that. We can decide to find a form of exercise we find sufficiently enjoyable or tolerable. We can decide that it's worth doing for the benefits that it brings. We can challenge that perceived notion that we've got that it's boring and something that we have to do. Ultimately, more things than we realise are just people's opinion or interpretation. It might be put across as cold, hard facts, but often they aren't. And by questioning them, what we think, what we say, what we're told, we perhaps might find a way of viewing the situation that benefits us more.